Welcome to Mint. My name is Adam Levy, and I'm going to be showing you how the creators of today are building the communities of tomorrow by harnessing the power of Web3. This episode welcomes Grady, the LA-based singer, songwriter, and producer who's been making a lot of noise in Web3. From starting a decentralized record label called Good Karma Dow, to selling music NFTs online, and even crowdfunding his next album on chain. There's a lot to learn from this guy. I had a pleasure talking with him, and I hope you enjoy our conversation. Grady, welcome to Mint. How are you doing, my friend? Oh, oh there you are. Thanks for having me, Adam. <laughs> yeah, hey, wow, good shit. Now we now we cue the studio audience and bah, 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 you have you all have, these different sound effects. Yes. Do you have like a backing track and everything? Um, no, but I'll clap for you right now. How about that? I can make you one. Right now? Live? I feel like that would be a, a poor utilization <laughs> of our time together, but uh, yeah, for sure. Maybe, if maybe you, I'll do it. To be like a Kenny Beats like beat tutorial. Yeah, we could. <laughs> We could rip it. Should I just screen share? Dude, we should do that a different time, but send me some type of audio and I'll likely put it in. Uh, okay. How are you doing, man? Welcome to the podcast. Thank you for being on. What's going on? How are you feeling? How's your state of mind? Walk me through what's going on. Um, State of mind is, is uh, man, elect, I, I, electric is the, is the best single word to define uh, the beginning of this year. It's been like, I feel like I feel like the last few months of last year were leading into uh, really activating in the in the beginning of this one, um, and it's interesting. Like I have a very clear idea of what the next six months of my life looked like, and then after that, it it really just depends yeah. on how those different yeah. things go. So it's exciting, you know. It's like I feel I feel simultaneously like very secure and also very um open to to the universe and like what whatever is coming next because i i don't i don't i can't i can't know for certain exactly how big each of those branches is going to grow yeah you know so so um, for, for starters for those who don't know who grady is okay which uh it's hard to believe <laughs> we'll throw that out there give give us a quick intro on yourself okay uh, tell me, like, who are you? Where are you from? And more specifically, how'd you get into crypto? Um, I'm from Santa Barbara, a little bit north of LA. I, I moved down here when I was 19 uh, to do some music with my boys. And uh, yeah, I had, I had a band for a few years and then I started producing and writing for other artists. And um, that led to me going, why, why aren't I just doing this for myself too? And started a solo project. Um, and then, uh, I got into crypto, got into crypto. I don't know why that, <laughs> that sentence just is so silly. It just, sound, it sounds so like elementary level, you know, what's, what's the professional way to say that I got into crypto? I aped in. I aped in. Is that, I, I bought my first Bitcoin, something like that. Oh, um, I probably bought my first portion of a Bitcoin in like 2019. Cool. Um, but I didn't really actually like step into the rabbit hole that I threw some pennies into until yeah. um, until like 2021, really. Um, it started like percolating around my ears in 2020. Um, but I was so consumed by what I was doing at the time that I just didn't really allocate any mm. to it. Um, but then... Uh, 
like in around this time last year, um, like altcoins were just like going bananas, and it was it was like this crazy thing that that I had no idea was was underneath the surface yeah. of like the Bitcoin. Um, I don't even think like NFTs were were mainstream yet. You know, it was mm. like like D DeFi altcoins were like the, the thing. hot thing. Yeah, yeah, and um, and I thought it was super silly. And like a fun way to to create buzz, and so I started uh, like just asking, like, "Hey, I need as much information as possible about this uh, about this stuff." And Cooper um, had been following me for a few years. We met at a concert that he was going. My my friend that I was doing an album with mm -hmm. um, was performing in San Francisco, and Cooper was there. And like when I was walking in, he was like, "Hey, you're Grady," and um, and two years later, that led to him coming over to my house and like basically telling me not to start a DeFi altcoin. And uh, I was like, I love your suggestion, but I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna do it anyway. And uh, and it was it was insane. Like it was such a roller coaster. And uh, and just because of the hype that it generated, it, it really made me realize that people were were ready to give it a shot you know regardless of of the outcome i think um it was such a risk intensive uh sector of of the internet that a lot of people were just aping in and and seeing what what came out the other side and so you saw a lot of these like crazy experiments and rapid you know evolution of of uh what people were paying attention to mm -hmm. and uh when when that started simmering down um Cooper asked me to meet his friend uh Daniel Allen and uh the way that he worded it was so funny like Cooper is just so humble and like is so bad at it like putting things on aggressively that he was like you'd be doing me such a big favor dude like just just meet up with him please like I'll owe you so oh so big time and like I thought this I thought that he was just gonna be like a really whack producer and then I met him and, and like everything he played me was just mind blowing. And he was uh, just such a cool kid and <clears throat> was already like tapped into catalog. And, um, and so then I tapped into catalog and mm. um, started selling uh, like the records that didn't make my album that came out last year, the love umbrella. Mm -hmm. um, Cause they weren't, they weren't going to have a, a place to, to like be exposed for at least like six months. And I was like, well, this is like a cool opportunity to maybe like give this to a specific group of people that are like web three savvy. Um, and because of that, I started just meeting like all these epic people that were trying so hard to like push the envelope of web three music mm -hmm. and music NFTs um, like blockchain, Brett, uh, John Itzler, um, you know, like the, the Patrick and everybody at Mirror, um, everybody at, at Catalog with Jeremy and, and all them. Like, and the the one thing that that was you know consistent with all those people was was like just really wanting to extend a handout as far as possible because there were so few artists that were trying to tap in at the time that everyone was just so willing to help and like I'd be on the phone for hours doing such like menial tasks with Cooper that I know he'd done like hundreds of times like onboarding people and like he was just super helpful everyone was always so helpful like helping me set up like multi-sig wallets and 
you know, all these things that I just didn't know about. Yeah. Um, that, yeah, man, I, there's so many people I want to thank for like, for being such an essential part of, of my onboarding into the space. Like I literally would not have been able to do anything that I'm doing without, um, these people like near Cabeza. Um, God, yeah, I mean, that it's, I, I can't, I can't even start. Yeah. Naming. It's yeah. like, it would be like a Grammy speech, you know, where it's yeah. like, <clears throat> fuck like where do i stop you know that it, it's like everybody that i've encountered in the space has, has been nothing but helpful and um it's really motivated me to do the same thing and that's that's where good karma really came from was i was like damn i'm like really doing well in this in this space and like i know that that this space really roots for the underdog more than than anybody else like they'd rather see a kid come from nothing um, and, and start popping off in web three than like someone that's already established. And, and yeah. I was like, so many of my friends are like, you know, working postmates jobs, doing jobs that like aren't full-time music. When I, I knew that that was what they should be doing. They're like my favorite artists in the world. And so I thought what better way to do that than, uh, expose them to the space and also expose me to artists that I've never heard of through, you know, a community project. And so, yeah. um, that's where good karma Records so so let's from. let's break apart this entire intro for a minute okay you mentioned the love umbrella you mentioned good karma dow you mentioned in the beginning uh you moving down from sb to la to make music can we start really quick from there so who like if people aren't familiar with your style okay how would you explain your genre and maybe list some of the songs that you've created that may be more well known than others that you you find uh more enjoyable that you have worked on give me some more context on the music side of things just for for everybody that's listening um and then i want to also talk about good karma dad but we'll get to all that in just a minute so more on the music side so for those who don't know you uh yeah for sure favorite songs that i've made i i don't know there, i mean there's records that like they were cool moments for mm -hmm. sure uh and like have have stuck with me and, and motivated me or or like um you know got gotten me excited about uh the different genres that i do because like grady as as an artist like the grady music um is very different than like a lot of the shit that i've done for other people um i did a record last year for uh ty dollar sign and jack harlow and 24k golden for uh fast and furious movie i've done shit with uh with june alex from uh chain smokers and and they did a record with kaigo that i worked on um i've i've i feel like i've i've done most like genres of pop um i'd love to get into country i love really? i love making yeah i love making country music um i just feel like it's gate kept pretty hardcore <laughs> as far as like as far as like actually making uh hits in the space but yeah i get, I get a lot of joy out of making those records just because like they're so they're, they're so is what it is you know what i mean like like country music is so cool to me just because like it's not embellished in any way. And like it is, it is very easy to like break down what it's about. Mm -hmm. And when you do, and and I compare it to other, you know, iterations of pop, I'm like, well, rappers are mostly singing about money and girls. Right. You know, uh like girl pop stars are usually singing about heartbreak. Mm -hmm. And, you know, guy pop stars are usually singing about like trying to get a girl. And it's like, 
okay those three things like kind of excite me i guess and like i relate to that but like what about like being on a boat with my friends like drinking a beer and just like listening to music like like the fact that that's like what that genre is about is just so epic like they're just like yeah i just like being on a boat fishing doing lake stuff drinking beer and listening to music with my friends and i'm like yeah i relate to that it's, it's fucking sick <laughs> like why wouldn't we, why wouldn't we want to listen to that it's good energy you know all right, so the next album uh, yeah. is going to be all country. That's what's going to be on chain, right? You're going to tokenize a country album by. It's a, it's a, I mean, ironically, it is the closest thing to country that I've ever done. <laughs> the ne- cherry, cherry is very much a like folk leaning okay. album, which, by the way, gives off the vibe. Just looking at the imagery and how you kind of position the whole look and feel of the entire uh, crowd fun on mirror. Um, so okay. Talking about there's so many things to talk about. I know, I know. And you you've honestly done a lot in your career too. So I want to find the best ways. No, you got it's good. It adds an extra time. I'll give you a good a good ASMR one right now. Ready? Go. Ah, yes. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) Amazing. Okay, that's gonna be your intro. It's fine. Um, okay, so good karma Dow. Okay. What is Good Karma Dow? You brought that up a little bit in your discussion, which full dis- disclosure, I'm in Good Karma Dow. I don't have the tokens. I miss that. So when are you guys going to do another uh, sale for me to buy selfishly? But I've been attending. I attended the first show. Okay. Saw you perform. Uh, I love the vibes that all of Good Karma Dow kind of pushes out. Tell me about the birth of uh, Good Karma Dow. What the goal is. Why are you doing it even? These showcases that you put up every month. Give me the spiel. What is it? Sure. Yeah. Um, Good Karma Dow is the name that we're running with right now. Um, that that is an umbrella of different projects that will be released over the next few years. Um, first one being Good Karma Records, which is a decentralized music label. Um, that we have, I think, eighty-seven members right now. Um, we did a raise for twenty ETH in October. And uh, had 87 backers with a, a cap of 0.2 because I wanted to make sure that um, we had we had an established, you know, a breadth of people instead of just like a few uh, heavy hitters would kind of defeat the purpose of it being decentralized. So we launched that and um, for the last few months have been basically setting up the infrastructure, locking down the studio, locking down the offices, locking down um, all the equipment required to like give artists that don't have those resources a space to be developing their self themselves and developing their sound um and so we're actually like in the process of signing our first two artists right now um we we've gotten their contracts over to them we've been back and forth negotiating and um and we'll be uh presenting it to the dow uh in this next week um oh, cool yeah. So how, and, how do you actually uh, get involved? How do you become a member and an artist in Good Karma Dow? So right now, um, we're actually, well, actually, it closed yesterday. But um, we did a we did a roll call to see how many people were were uh, looking to, to buy in and how much they wanted to buy in um, for the next five percent of our token supply because we've we've only uh, allocated twenty percent so far. Um, we're doing it in batches so that you know we can continue to get. Mm-hmm more and more people in um so right now uh, i think in the next few days i have to check with the team but there there should be 
um, a link for you to be able to exchange um, ETH for for Karma. Okay, got it. Got yeah. It. So the way the 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 decentralized record labels set up. Okay, how does scouting work? How does uh, placement work? How does mm-hmm. all these other components that a traditional label would have otherwise done? How does this now get mimicked in a decentralized fashion? Yeah. Um. Good question. Um. A lot. A lot of the the like setup of of a label is is the exact same the the biggest differences are that instead of like one or two people making the decisions um as far as like where the money goes and uh who gets onboarded and like you know just just the biggest decisions of of a label um are made by an entire community of of passionate uh music lovers instead of just a, a few uh people on top of a yeah. corporation got it Got it. Got it. Yeah. Okay. Got it. So good karma DAO. These showcases that you put on every single month, um, all the members that you guys put in and uh, give a spot to perform, are they in the DAO? Are they artists of the DAO? Um, not every time. No. So it's, it's pretty much always independent artists. Um, every now and then we'll have, we'll yeah. have an artist, uh, come on that, that we just love. But, uh, for the most part, it's, it's independent artists and it's, mostly artists that we are interested in signing to the uh label DAO. got it okay yeah makes sense let's talk about uh recap quickly the love umbrella but you but you wait before we go there yeah you you went to the first one right in december yeah how was that honestly i haven't been out to a live performance in a long time it's been a minute it was so exhilarating it was so like heartwarming. I felt, I felt like I could finally disconnect from work for a minute and just enjoy myself and be present. Which, if you ask people around me, um, I really love what I do. Okay, and I feel like I'm I'm on I'm I'm online a lot, right? And you see the drums behind me, okay? And I feel like ever since I got into crypto, drummer? I am a drummer. Yes, I've been, I've been playing since like five years old. Okay, from everything like rock funk jazz r&b gospel like all that stuff okay yeah and i feel like ever since i got into crypto my my like passion for music hasn't died down rather has become little faint and my energy has shifted towards this digital economy whatever you want to freaking call web3 okay and being at that showcase being at the performance i don't even know how to it was amazing i really had a good time i'll I'll, I'll give it to you it was really good and grady i'll tell you this too bro watching you perform that was the first time i saw you perform me and my me and my friend joey we both looked at each other and like wow this guy's a fucking superstar like what <laughs> the hell we were honestly like super impressed and the way you were able to move an entire audience and the intention is not to fangirl like not to like to like be like such a whatever right now but just to give you credit where credit's deserved it was really well done it was really well done thank yeah. you yeah, I mean, I, I've been I've been performing for a long time. I think what really impressed me was a the energy from some of these artists that have done either no shows or like less than five, um, and then also I I I I was expecting the energy to be electric, but I really I really was astounded when I was standing on stage watching some of these guys perform just how connected everybody was because most people in the audience hadn't heard of a lot of these artists before you know yeah and the fact that that the entire room was moved you know to that degree 
strictly off of the vibe right there and then instead of like the nostalgia of, of being excited about the records that you know because a lot of time that's what hypes you out but seeing how connected people were with that moment um was it was like you know the it, it was very proving to me that uh that we we're on to something cool so sure. check this out so it wasn't so those for those who weren't there it wasn't just uh live performances there were dancers right there was an open oh, yeah. there was a bar right um there was all these different characters and individuals from all different backgrounds there that all like came under the roof of somewhat of crypto uh, uh of like-mindedness of web3 to some extent um it was really it was really cool and i'm really excited to see what what good karma dot kind of pushes out next I know you yeah. guys have a showcase coming out at the end of the month. Was it January 30th or something? The 20th, yeah. The 20th. Okay. So in 10 days from now, we're recording on the 10th. Yeah. Um, so some, some other really cool things that we're doing uh, at the beginning of February as well. Cool. And end of January. Cool. Yeah, dude. Epic. I, I, I love what it stands for. I'm, I want to buy in, um, which I probably shouldn't say that on, <laughs> on the recording. So this is not investment advice. I'm just a musician. <laughs> I love this stuff. I align with it. And I love what, where your guys' heads are at. So yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, I think it's it's really like if you're interested in being a part of the decision making skills or the decision making that uh, is traditionally present in a label, then it's a great place to be. Yeah. Um, there's there's so much going on in the next few months for this uh, for this sect of Good Karma that I'm so excited. And there's so many incredible people working full time on it now that that like I've never been so confident in something that uh, that I've surrendered entire control of you know mm -hmm. um i feel really confident about the people that we have building this with me so yeah. i'm i'm excited to see where it goes and like i said like it's it's so weird to try to envision what you know eight months from now looks like because it, there's so much that we're building that i just don't even know where my time is going to be best allocated yeah. you know and and yeah. where it's going to be um supplemented by by other people that are more competent in doing the things you know yeah yeah makes a lot of sense uh and again i guess for full transparency like sure i'm excited about it right sure i want to be a supporter but by no means does that mean anybody else should be a part of it right so i think i, I need to say that so i don't get shat on in the comments well yeah i mean anything, it's right? it's just like anything else it's like don't don't join a football club if you if you don't like football you know yeah. what i mean like yeah like this is this is for a specific group of people um which to me, it's like, do you like music and do you like to see people come up? Do you like to like be in literally invested in the artists that you believe in? Then this is a cool place to be. And yeah. and that to me is is everyone that I know. Like, I don't know a single person that wouldn't want to like be on the ground floor of an artist and and know that they are actually a part of this person's journey and they have vested interest in them, you know? Yeah. Because as yeah. as they blow up, that's that's a actually the main thing that we're doing um at good karma records like for artists is is helping them develop their social tokens so that they don't need us or, or anyone that all they need is their own community um yeah. so we're like a we're like a community curation community you know mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah makes a lot so of we'll, sense we'll be doing that we'll be doing that for artists that we don't even sign is just helping them build their their uh web3 social presence so for the artists that are listening to this right now okay how do they get involved? How, how um, do they jump in? What, how do they, if they want your support, how do they do that? Um, I mean, 
it just it's just like any any other web3 project um just join discord yourself, come yeah, in introduce yourself, yourself in the discord okay. introduce yourself in the telegram um there's very specific chat channels and and uh and channels to to get your stuff uh listen to and, and find collaborators we have like you know producers mixing engineers and ours uh basically anyone in music that you can find um through that uh discord um but yeah i mean dude there's there's so many there's just so many places to look now um but it it is a good hub there's so many talented people that have that have tapped in and uh it feels like there's just more every day so yeah if you're an artist and you're in you're interested in getting more involved in web3 not even necessarily with good karma come come check out good karma because we'll we'll help you out regardless of whether or not um want to sign you i just want to see more more kids getting their presence in web3 solidified because like i really do believe that that it's going to change the music industry it already has yeah you know yeah i love it all right uh the love umbrella okay first of all i listened to that okay it was very theatrical it was very different than any other <laughs> thing i've come across especially the introduction and it's hard to put oh, into come words on, on the- don't don't yeah. say that it, it's hard to put into words like on the podcast and that's why i was so pissed that i missed the actual like uh crowdfund because i was also on the phone with cooper right before it happened he was like yo check are this you talking thing about out. the party bed yeah oh yeah yeah that was cool yeah and he's like check this thing out and i was like i was like okay yeah cool i'll do it he sent me the link he sent me the link and i was like i fucking forgot to do it but whatever the love umbrella was that your first uh piece on chain no no, it wasn't. Um, let me let me confirm the. It wow, it was the third piece though. The third so piece. The third, the first thing that I put out, and the second thing were two records, off of the Love Umbrella that didn't make the final cut of the album, because I wrote okay. like, I wrote like a, over forty songs for the Love Umbrella, and um, just as far as sequencing went, it it got boiled down to nineteen, and then I had all these records left over that I'm like, these are awesome, and I'm doing an adult a deluxe edition and like putting it out on vinyl um and re-releasing the album but in the meantime i'm like why not just put out some some uh records exclusive to web3 because i I think that that separation is also cool i've been able to like push new records um in the space that i wouldn't otherwise like have time in the timeline of my music on like dsps for um Mm -hmm. so it's been been super exciting to be able to expose you know like the future records early in that space because it is the future it is the future. Bow. It is the future. I I do agree with you. Um, I wonder now, how many people watching this are going to be sick of me like popping my my eardrums over and over. Uh, honestly, I think it adds to the entire experience of Grady. It's not, it, but it's not the Grady experience. This is just the cold Grady experience. <laughs> are you not, sick? Uh, are you feeling? Yeah. Like, what do you okay. mean? You can't f- hear, feel. <laughs> I don't feel know. I thought present. this is part of the act. This is part of the showcase. The the part of the performance that you're putting on. Got it. No, I got. <laughs> Honestly, I'd rather have COVID because then I like would, would at excuse. least have an excuse. Yeah. You know, I just have and a I cold, was... I have a sore throat. I woke up with a cough. Oh, loser, freaking yeah. loser. God, yeah. Man. It's it's funny how like <laughs> this is probably worse than the current strain of COVID, like like symptomatically, <laughs> and like it's it's funny that people are more terrified <laughs> of COVID than this. You know, because this sucks. Like this really sucks. I am powering through for you, Adam. I want you to know this is a labor Dude, of love. Power through for me and introduce Cherry. Okay. 
What's up guys, Adam Levy here. I wanted to take a quick pause to give some love to Coinvise, our NFT sponsor who's making this episode a reality. On Coinvise, you can create a personal or community-owned social token on Ethereum. Coinvise also helps you create incentives through token rewards and bounties, NFT business models and bot integrations for Discord. Discover more by visiting coinvise.co today. All right, back to the episode. Talk okay. to me about Cherry. This is this is the latest project that you're working on, okay? Um, and again, full disclosure, I've contributed to this because I'm a fan, okay? And I'm excited to see what you do. Um, and you mentioned earlier that this is the closest thing that represents somewhat of a genre to country or folk music, right? And I, and I said earlier how the graphics kind of mimic that type of look and feel. But tell me, what yeah. is the idea behind Cherry? And why call it Cherry? Um. Well, it's called Cherry for just a specific reason. Um, let's edit that out. I'll tell you why it's called Cherry. Okay. Um, it's called Cherry because the girl that kind of got the ball rolling for me to start making the album had a cherry tattoo and, and always wore these cherry earrings. And um, so it was, it was just kind of a, a little homage to her. Even though the the project ended up evolving into more of an an exploration of like my inner self and um the girl that the love umbrella was about um it all started because of her and um and also like the first record on on the album that that's coming out in a few weeks jersey um feels the most like the album to me like it it kind of walks in representing what I wanted the album to feel like uh, throughout. Um, and that's just very cut and dry and um, and soft and um, and bare. And that's that's why I wanted it to... If you go look at the graphics, um, I'm collaborating with my friend Kate. Um, her, her artist name is The Ghost Cat. She's an incredible uh, artist and, and tattoo artist. And she gave me this one. Actually, one of the. Wait, wait. Let me see. Oh, okay. Cool, cool. Yeah, we see that. Um. Yeah, she's she's slick with the fine lines. This is actually a piece for for the for the album. Um, Got it. And so, Kate and I have been spending like pretty much all of our time together for the last few weeks. Um. There we go. Yeah, that's on my arm. Look at that guy. He's so So cute. Is that is that you? You say that sure. was you? Sure. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's anyone though. And I think yeah. that's there's there's no face, you know. Yeah. Um and there's probably not going to be much much of faces throughout the project. I, I mean like this is it's so funny. You always want to say it's like your best <laughs> in like your coolest work, but mm-hmm. um I don't know. The Love Umbrella is like infinitely more electric. This album is very confidently, I can say, the most cathartic project that I've made. Um, mm-hmm. And the thing that that has felt like the most genuine medicine of anything. Oh, we're at 38 backers. Let's go. Let's gang, go. Gang. Gang, gang. Um, <laughs> Love it. So basically what, what this crowdfund is for um, is A, because I, I'm an independent artist like trying to continue to like show what what can be done for other independent yeah. artists um shouts out to daniel allen of course for 
getting that ball rolling. Um, but yeah, I, uh, I wanted to think of new, new ways to like get the community engaged that like is a fan of me and is supporting, um, my music, um, to like be a part of the process of, of kind of defining and shaping this album. And obviously like, I'm never going to take any sort of criticism on the music. Um, that's something that I will do on my own from start to finish. Um, aside from listening parties and like making sure that it, that it all scans well. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, for at least for this project, like it was, it was very definitively like I had to be the one to make all the music. Um, but I wanted, I wanted to get the community involved in, in new ways. And so um, when we started making all the art for it, I thought, Oh, this is, this could be a cool idea. What if, what if the, uh, the community that's that's backing this with me is playing a part in deciding how we represent each album because i'm going to be putting out each song as an individual nft um and so all of them are going to need mm-hmm. artwork single artwork and so kate's been absolutely crushing it making a whole bunch of stuff around what she feels when she listens to each song and <laughs> i told you i'm sick um and I have in my head what I think works for each for each record, and um, and she has in her head what, what works for each record. Um, but we just wanted to get uh, other ears on the project to see how they felt when they experienced it prior to it coming out, and uh, you know, develop like a closeness with the people that are making this album come to life, um, and and also having a vested interest. Twenty uh, percent of like all the sales are going back into the uh, token supply, so um epic as the yeah as the album gets sold and resold over the years um that just continues to compound uh so that that goes that goes through the uh the as you as you coined it the who invited grady dow yeah so name pending name pending boy i think that's actually a cool name um and i just like concise names i love i love (laughs) concise names I think, I think it speaks for itself. Okay. Well, what, what's the goal behind? So you wrote, so that's why along with the creation of Cherry, I will, I will be establishing who invited Grady, a DAO to represent all past, present, and future Grady projects, musical, and beyond. Okay. Yeah. What does that beyond entail, beyond music? Like, what do you, what do you imagine that experience kind of unfolding into? What should collectors expect? Like, why, why should we get into it beyond betting on you? For sure. Um, beyond betting on me, I, I don't, I don't know because as it says, it, it is just all things that are an extension of me. I just know myself well enough to know that I'm not going to stay exclusively in music forever. Um, okay. and have already been designing outside of it and, and developing outside of it, um, with the other projects I'm, I've been working on for like the last year. Um, and so, yeah, it's more of, it's more of like a, Take my hand if if you're interested in seeing where this thing goes because I don't know. It's like I just said, you know, I I really don't know what seven months from now looks like. There's so many things that I'm working on that that I kind of want to do it together and see what what makes sense for us, you know. Because um, I've I've spent so much time alone making art and I've found that it's good for getting ideas off the ground or or for incepting them for planting the seeds. But once the seeds are are in the ground it it really does take a village to water it and um yeah. and so you know i want to i want to with everybody 
continue to expose them to the things that I'm thinking of and the projects that I'm working on and what I what I think could exist and getting the green light from everybody else um, on on where we can devote energy collectively. Because I know where I know I, I know that I'm gonna, always going to follow my heart and and try to do that without um, without uh, interference. But that being said, like wherever that thing goes, I want to have people along for, and I'm, I'm excited to, to be starting that with cherry because this is such a personal project for me. Yeah. Um, and whatever leftover funds we have after we've made all the, the, uh, music videos and all the assets for it and the website that is going to be so epic. Um, we're also just going to be getting other artists involved in web three. Um, that's, that's something that like I found incredibly rewarding is being able to like buy an, an artist's first NFT, you know, mm -hmm. um, I've, I've been collecting my friend's work for like, basically like since I started selling work, um, and in, in web three. And so like, you know, continuing to have that synergetic relationship, um, with the community of artists is important yeah. to me. Let me ask you this, Grady, what do you think the future of, of music, uh, looks like in the world of web three? <coughs> um, and by the I way, it's such a it's such a broad question. It's such a general question too. So you can take it from whatever angle you want. But no, I, I think mean, I think you bring in a unique point of view to this. Cool. Um, I think the way that I feel about it probably isn't the way that a lot of artists right now feel about it. But um, I realized probably like five months ago that music was probably going to get to a place where it was free to listen to. Um, that just makes the most sense as a metric. Um, and there's, there's people that are developing ways to continue to add value for artists. Um, catalog was, was really one of the first, um, Audius being another, um, but I got involved with, with David Greenstein, um, to develop sound XYZ, um, probably like five months ago. And, um, I think, I think it's the most promising setups that i've seen so far um because the buy-in cost is low enough that you can get a whole bunch of uh fans engaged and and uh and you know up feeling a part of a, of a song but also getting artists paid um because the, the way that i see it is we're continuing to have like a greater and greater disparity um of wealth and i've always felt that gatekeeping art in any way just isn't isn't kosher it's not what i want um i would i would prefer to have music be free but be cherished and be valued and appreciated um i think that all these incredible sales like um like me selling the love umbrella like like halik selling his project all all these artists selling their work um i think is is really telling of the importance of finding real supporters of your work um because you know it's it's it in in the current in the current setup like you can have literally hundreds of thousands or millions of fans and still not be living off of your work and that to me is fucking insane when you know we can have a hundred fans in web3 and and be full-time musicians mm -hmm. um so if you take that and you spread that out farther and farther i th i think that you're going to see that every artist will agree that being able to listen to music for for free 
makes the most sense and being able to be a part of that artist's trajectory and journey and actually invest in them is what what makes the most sense because we all are companies all musicians are companies you know what i mean like you're you are you are a company you are an individual with other individuals working for your identity for your brand and your product is your music and your merch and all this shit now nfts are, are just another thing right it's 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 another thing that people can purchase but this time you're adding like actual connection to your brand. They're investing in you as a brand. Um, and so I think having having that availability um, is is what's going to redefine the music industry. Um, I don't see streaming I don't see streaming services lasting in the way that they are currently for more than 10 years. Mm. From that tangent, okay. What are the parallels between the music industry and the crypto industry? It's hmm. a good question. Um, well, it depends what it depends what sect of each you're talking about. Um, I think as far as like culturally relevant things, it's pretty top heavy. Um, and there's a lot of people <clears throat> making decisions and kind of guiding the ship that um, maybe shouldn't be. I think, I think the <clears throat> the relationship between the music industry and the <clears throat> um, and the crypto industry are like they they kind of have the ability to flip each other on their sides because music has a shit ton of culture. Music defines culture, you know, and crypto has a whole bunch of commodity. It, it has a, a whole bunch of, of, of future shaping. And so right now, you have <clears throat> all these incredible DAOs popping up, all these crazy ideas that, that people are just aping into because it's exciting and it's new and it's fresh. And now you have, you know, fucking thousands of people that almost bought the Declaration of Independence, you know? And it's like, now you, have, you, you just, you, everyone's just kind of hive-minding around these these crazy concepts and and new new like ideas that that may or may not work but who gives a shit because we're in it together and it's fun and it's new and no one's done it before um but now you have you know a group of people that that used to be a few people making decisions and now it's it's like a, a whole bunch of kids in their in their you know in their bedroom are competing with like with like <laughs> like the the richest people in the world on and bidding wars and Sotheby's like that's insane you know <laughs> and and if you if you take that and you apply it to to musicians and artists and and realize that everyone has the every good artist has the ability to have that you know fever pitch excitement around their project it's just about finding those fans getting them to be a part of your journey and having you grow together with them you know um so that's that's why Good Karma Records made so much sense to me. I was like, why wouldn't a label be owned by the people that support the artists? You know, why why wouldn't and why wouldn't the artists also have equity in that label? All all of our artists get equity in Good Karma as well. And like mm. those those things just make the most sense. You know, if you think about it from like like the fans are the ones that are buying the tickets and they are the ones that are listening to the music. They they should be a part of this process. You know, they, they should be involved. They should, they should have equity. 
that these artists wouldn't exist without them and vice versa. <clears throat> you know, um, artists, artists give the energy and, and, uh, fans give the gasoline. And I think we're, we're, we're noticing now, like, uh, a big mental shift and a lot of my friends and a lot of musicians hitting me up through sound XYZ and through good karma and just through what I'm doing, like being like, yo, like I can do this. And I'm like, yeah, you fucking can like, just take the time to commit because that that's really the only thing is it's just time. It's like, if you're willing to commit the time, it will work out. I promise. Like we're so early in this that people don't realize that like most people don't hold nfts most people don't hold crypto and this stuff is going to continue to get more and more popular you know we're talking about four percent of the world having crypto wallets right now four percent imagine if 30 percent did yeah imagine if 40 percent you know imagine if that 10x it will just continue to get more and, and more valuable so just step in while you while, while it's it's still early you know because this will be what people are doing like good common records will be one of a thousand music label DAOs. I'm I'm confident because it just it just makes sense for a whole bunch of people to get together around a a, a a certain vibe that they connect with and be like, let's make this happen. Let's make this vibe happen. Let's be let's let's make a train and say all aboard. You know. Do you ever see a scenario where? <clears throat> So let's look yes. at FWB, okay? Yes, 100%. Yes. <laughs> let's look at FWB for a second, okay? They got a capital infusion them. from uh, Andreessen Horwitz, okay? Can you hear me? Yeah, I'm just looking at FWB. Oh, okay, 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 cool. So they they got a capital, uh, an investment from Andreessen Horwitz, okay? And it basically solidified the club like on a mainstream level, okay? Got a lot of headlines and whatnot. Do you imagine at some point, good karma Dow? getting some type of like in similar investment from like a universal music group or an Atlantic records or a Sony working together in this DAO <laughs> format, or do you imagine them spinning off their own DAO and changing the way they kind of have been approaching, you know, artist management record labels for centuries, right? For what, what the standard is, you know for what sure. I mean? Like, do you, do you, how do you imagine that kind of unfolding? It's a good question. Um, I've, I've been approached by VCs already. And the main thing that I've been steadfast on is, is I don't want any one entity to hold more than 5% of it or else it, it, it defeats the purpose, you know? Um, so for me, I, I don't know if there's a world in which, we would I, I would the bet the simplest way to put it <clears throat> is I would be happy to help any major label or any indie label transition into a DAO structure. I just don't see a world in which that is going to happen anytime soon. Um it's just such a different setup. And and the priorities it, it feels are are so different. I mean, the deals that that artists get from major labels are just so ass backwards um, compared to what I think they should be and what kind of deals we offer. Um, we never take a majority share of master or publishing, um, whereas most major label deals are you know between like sixty and eighty percent. Mm -hmm. um, 
And I, I just don't know if, if I don't know if, if I'm correct. I feel like I'm correct <clears throat> in it. Um, but I, I also, I don't know, maybe, maybe there's some middle line, maybe, maybe like we continue to offer more and more, and maybe they continue to offer less and less. I think that's kind of where the tipping point will be. I think <clears throat> labels will have to start asking for less and less from their artists. Um, as artists realize that they can get the same level of support from their fans without giving up as much. Um, cause labels are incredible. I mean, the, <clears throat> like my, my experience with labels has, has been awesome. And I've met so many amazing people at different labels that are in it for the right reasons. Um, and they're not the ones that have anything to do with, with the shitty deals that artists are getting. So yeah. I know that like, like, systematically there's a lot of problems but intrinsically there's a lot of good um like at its core music labels are helping artists get their music heard um and that's the main thing that we're interested in doing is getting artists music heard and getting them paid for it so so yeah short answer i don't see a world in which we collaborate with a major unless they were willing to adopt the same ideologies that are present in web three. Um, but that being said, I would be more than happy to help them. Um, and also just get their input on how, how they see that shaping because they are giants, you know, and they, they have done so much like for, for, for music, they are the music industry, you know? And, um, so I think I think we we have a lot to learn from each other. Um, we're we're all out here in Web three, like still figuring out exactly what works and what doesn't. You know, mm-hmm. um, I think I think a lot of this is still very educational and preliminary, um, and we're going up against you know an industry that's been in place for almost a hundred years. So um, they obviously <clears throat> have a lot of things right and and uh and that are useful i just think that there has to be some redirection of um of like how much they take from Mm -hmm. their artists and and also yeah just like i just hear so many stories about artists like having their projects done and then their label won't let them put it out for whatever reason and like that that to me is just ass backwards you know the the only reason ever to do that is like if you want to make sure that that artist doesn't shoot themselves in the foot um i just am never interested in telling someone when they can and can't put something out you know yeah i I mean we're all just sitting on so much shit because of like that just being ingrained but yeah yeah so let's let's wrap up with a couple questions here, okay? A new independent artist wants to get into crypto. Their first step, get into good karma DAO. Step number one. Step number two, what's next? Like, how do you get involved? How do you get started? Yeah. And I'm asking it from a very, like, dumbed down point of view, right? For, for sure. For, for people who want to follow a path like yours, like Daniel Allen's, like Silencia, like Harrison first, the list goes on and on and on. Okay. How do you yeah, get started? Um, so 
the the biggest issue right now is that everybody wants to be uh integrated that that i talk to now that everyone is like it's like of course like why would i not want to make ten thousand dollars in four seconds you know that sounds fucking awesome um the problem is like we're still a really small team like it's we don't have the whole world uh working on the back end yet and it's it's a lot of work just to get these things going every time so my biggest advice to anyone um at least that's an artist that's that's trying to get tapped into web3 is start start at good karma start start in any in any community that is that is web3 music centric good karma is a great place to start um but then tap into the to the discords of of sound xyz of of catalog introduce yourself show your music start um start being an active member and being helpful um and you'll you'll find that people are more than happy to help you in return um i think i think we're we're still in a, a super synergistic phase where people do have time as busy as we all are like i i allocate time to helping people get into web3 and i know that even the busiest people i know is cooper still does this shit you know like everyone i know regardless of how busy is more than happy to help as long as you're willing to put in the time um because it, it does require time and it does require attention and it isn't it isn't cut and dry yet you know there still is a lot of legwork to do and you have to be willing to do it um and be active you know Every, everyone that i know in this space it's it's become a huge part of their life and it's interesting for me knowing that i had to give up part of being a creator of music right now to be able to facilitate other music creators and and get them to a place where i felt wherever that everybody was winning because i haven't i haven't really been making music in like four months i maybe written like three or four songs and i know that that won't last forever i just feel like what i'm doing right now is super necessary to making sure that other people can do the same thing, you know, and, and can get in the space and, and start being as, as free as possible. Um, I, I, I care at least as much about that as I do about making my own music is, is watching other artists flourish. I love it, dude. Last question. What can we expect from Grady in 2022? The moon. <laughs> That's where we're headed. That's all I'll say for now. All right. <laughs> we're going to the moon. Uh, if you're listening to the audio, come watch the YouTube. <laughs> <clears throat> you're the man. Thank you for being. Yeah, I love you. I'll see you at. Uh, I'll see you at the next showcase. You got it. I'll see you Thursday. You going to Daniel Lance's thing? Yeah, of course. All right. You kidding? I'll be in the front row with my bucket. Let's go.
big legend. All right, man. This was fun. Uh, yeah. Thank you for your time. I'm excited, dude. Also, <clears throat> I did want to talk about uh, Citizens of San Gaspare and, and uh, Spice Dow and, and uh, the film Dow and, and all of that. But I know that you already have Spartan coming on. Yep. And yep. so I know I know that he's just going to crush it. Yeah. Um, yeah. And we already had so much to talk about, but I'm I am so excited. You guys have to tune in to listen to Spartan, one of my best friends, collaborator on that project. He is the brain behind it, an absolute genius. Um, and I'm I'm so excited for what he's doing and we're doing together. I'm stoked to have him on, to have him on. I'm glad for him to be on season four. And uh, Grady, we got to do this sometime again soon uh, in a few months once uh, Cherry is complete. The songs are yeah, out. Yeah, the karma's hey, developed thank- even more. Thank you to everybody that is tapping into the Cherry crowdfund um, through this. I, I'm excited to have you in the group chat. And also, if if you're not, thank you. I, I feel like by the time that you listen to this, there's a good chance that the first song's out. So I hope you like it. Thank you for listening um, and and listening to, to me talk for an hour. And Adam. Thank you. We'll see you soon.